reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus and his disciples went into the region of Judea, where he spent some time with them baptizing. John was also baptizing in Anon near Salim, because there was an abundance of water there, and people came to be baptized, for John had not yet been in prison. Now a dispute arose between the disciples of John and the Jew about ceremonial washing. So they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, the one who was with you across the Jordan, to whom you testify, here he is baptizing and everyone is coming to him. John answered and said, no one can receive anything except what has been given from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said that I am not the Christ but that I was sent before him. The one who was, the one who has the bride is the bridegroom. The best man who stands and listens for him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. So this joy of mine has been made complete. He must increase, I must decrease. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, this morning, as we look at our scriptures, we're hearing from, uh, we've been hearing from the first letter of John, and this, uh, this first letter from John today is uh, 1 John chapter 5, um, and it's talking about being confident, you know, we have confidence in him, it says, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us, and then it goes on, and it talks about, you know, there's a thing such as deadly sin, this is one of the scriptures the church uses to kind of distinguish between venial sin, mortal sin, because he's distinguishing there are sins that are not deadly and there are sins that are deadly. And it kind of sounds like, you know, at least it, it sounds like so many times a little bit, what's he talking about here? Because he says if anyone sees his brother sinning, if the sin is not deadly, he should pray to God and he will give him life. This is only for those whose sin is not deadly. There's such a thing as deadly sin about which I do not say that we should, that you should pray. All wrongdoing is sin, but there is sin that is not deadly. So what he's kind of talking about, he's talking about the community. Because um, John, you know, they're going to different communities and they're seeing these communities. But they're seeing, you know, some people have sins that are very deadly. And others have sins that are, you know, not as deadly. But he says, when he says, um, you know, to pray for those who have sins that aren't deadly, then he says, those who have deadly sin, I do not say you should pray. His point is, is he's trying to say that, you know, sometimes, you know, this is where God is in full control, and sometimes... <laughs> He's talking, you've got to kind of know the context. He's talking about people that are so resistant to the, the truth that they remain in their deadly sin, that they're unwilling to repent, um, and they're hurting the community. They're, they're very um, adamant about rejecting the truth. He's saying, hand them over to the devil. It's basically what he's saying. And he's saying that because he's saying they're going to learn the hard way that their choices are destructive. And sometimes the only way to do that is, as we all know, probably in our lives, sometimes you just learn 
the hard way. And that's kind of what John's saying here is, he goes, you know, if somebody's so adamant in, in a life of sin and they're so defensive of their lifestyle and they're not willing to um, repent or show any sense of repentance, um, it's not that we can't pray for them, but he's, in this context he's saying, just hand them up or let them go. Because what they're going to realize is sometimes God has to let us taste the misery of sin so we can come to our senses. Kind of like the prodigal son, right? In some sense, you know, I'm sure the father was praying and praying, but what happened? He had to go off, he asked his father for the inheritance, and he did what he wanted regardless of what, what the father was praying. He still went off, and he still ended up eating with the pigs. And he started, to, it says in that scripture in Luke 15, he came to his senses because he's, he was realizing, what am I, it was kind of like the light went on, what am I doing? This is not from the Lord. And this kind of goes along as well with the, you know, the addiction, um, you know, like Alcoholics Anonymous, etc. That that program, you know, mentions, right, we, they always say, you know, you got to hit the bottom. It's kind of like what he's talking about here. John's saying, sometimes we got to hit bottom of things. And... Um, it's not fun to watch, or it's not fun as well to 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 see and have to handle that because we love people and it's hard. But my point is, is discernment. He says we also know that the Son of God has come. We belong to God. The whole world, he says, is under the power of the evil one. And again, when he talks about the world, he's talking about the secular world who doesn't acknowledge that God has given us all these good things. So acknowledging that we belong to God. And yeah, we're out in a world that, I mean, let's be honest, the system of the world is not worried about God. You know, I would say if people could say, well, we can make the stock market go up if, if we don't do things with God, they would do that. And the stocks would go up, people will make a lot of money. That's how, that's how the world is. You know, why is pornography a billion, billion dollar industry, multi, multi, multi billion dollar industry? Because sin sells easy. People buy sin. Sin is easy to sell. Anybody can sell sin because humans are weak and it's pleasurable and it's fun and it's this and it's that. It's glittery, it's glistening, but the, the inside is rotten. And that's kind of what John's talking about. Sometimes we have to experience our own sin and realize what am I doing? I need to wake up, right? And that sometimes is a hard lesson, but it's God's fatherly love, just like any good parent. You could tell your kids 10 times and they still do it. And then you basically have to still love them, obviously, but help them to realize, like, you know, what you did was wrong and disobedient, and now we're, we're where we are today because of your choices. Um, not to condemn, but there's always hope. But that hope comes from an interior conversion, right? But he says that the Lord has given us discernment to know the one who is true. And we are we and we are in the one who is true, his son Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Children, be on guard against idols. So you can see he's talking here about, he's talking about the community, he's talking about remaining in the Lord and the challenges of the spiritual battle that we're in each day. Then our psalmist, the Lord takes delight in his people. And this is what we all need to know is sing a new song to the Lord. Let, 
Do we believe God delights in us? Um, and this is why people choose a life of sin. This is why we can even right, choose that sin. We're adamant about our lifestyle of sin. We, we protect that particular favorite sin. And it's because we don't know, at least in that particular area of our lives, we don't know the Lord delights in us. And that can come from our upbringing, right? We weren't delighted in when we made mistakes because we were valued for our performance, not for who we truly are as beloved sons and daughters. And this is what we need to know. God is my Father. He delights in me. And so let's ask for these graces today that, as it says in the Gospel, um, so this joy of mine has been made complete. And we want to have the joy of the Lord complete in us. And it says, he must, John said, John the Baptist says, he must increase, I must decrease. So it goes back to humility. My ways must decrease, his ways must increase. His thoughts must increase, my thoughts must decrease. You know, Lord, help me to be less and you be more. And again, counterintuitively, counterworldly, culturally, the more we die to our will and do his will, the more happy we're going to be and satisfied we're going to be, complete we're going to be. And this is the spiritual journey that we all are in daily, day in and day out. So let's ask today um, for these graces to pray um, for discernment, for clarity, for the community, for confidence in the Father. To be not afraid of this journey, but to also, you know, pray that we can all learn our lessons and not have to uh, learn the hard way so much all the time.